0: everyone, and welcome to the Self-Improvement Diary. I'm Simon, and my aim is to help you achieve your goals and ambitions, focusing on the things that really matter in your life, such as health and happiness. But now, let's get started! Well, hello. As you can see, I had to divide the how to study episode in two different sections. So in a few it's going to begin the second part. Hope you will find it useful and enjoyable. Okay. The third and last part, which is probably the most important one is the study time. Okay. Study time is divided into two subsections. The first one is organization and the second one is how to study. Okay. Organization plays a really important role in studying because it allows you to study smarter and more efficiently and you will not waste time. So the, the first thing I want to tell you is to set goals because goals are really important for you. In fact, if you have like something you want to get to, like I want to get a 25 in analysis. This will be like your, your goal, your aim, your purpose when you study and it will make your study better. Then you should find the best time of the day and this differs from for any of us. I actually prefer studying in the morning because I feel fresher and more energetic, but some people might prefer studying in the evening or in the late afternoon. And this is why I hate going to school in early in the morning because I do know that I am not I will not be able to study in the afternoon or I will study way way worse than I I can. The third advice is to avoid procrastination procrastination is really, really bad for your <laughs> proficiency and uh, you should actually avoid it. And there are some easy ways to try and avoid it, such as setting deadlines. Let's say, if you know that you have an entire afternoon of study, you cannot say, I want to study four things in during the entire afternoon because you will eventually waste time on the first one or on the second one, and you will never get, be able to get study them all. So I suggest you to set a deadline. So let's say I want to study one hour of analysis, one hour of economy. And then if you have a deadline, you are more likely to study in that time that you have available and you will eventually be more proficient in a higher probability. Then also setting some rewards can be effective, maybe after studying one hour of economy, I I want to eat that thing, that candy, so that your your mind is just, I have to do it as soon as I can so I can eat that candy or just, I I can go to the gym, I can go meet my friends. This is very helpful. Then the second part is uh, how to study. I want to clarify one aspect that people usually I mean students don't take into consideration and it's the difference between recognition and recall. When you study and you don't know you 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 pose yourself a question and you cannot answer it and then you read it on the on the book and after you read it you're like oh yeah I knew it that's true I knew it I knew it you're not you do not know the thing you just re- Recognize what's what's written on the book, but you're, it's, it's not in your mind, okay? Because if you're not able to answer the question right immediately or just a few seconds later It means that you don't know the actual information that you're looking for you just recognized it on the book and it's not the same. It's a really really broad difference in fact I do not suggest you to highlight the textbook because you're just tricking yourself that you're doing the right thing, but instead you're not. Then there are different techniques that you have to apply in order to study well. And the first one is the active reading. So when you have to read a chapter, read it like there is a technique called pseudo-scheming, so you don't have to read every single words because most of them are just going to be fillers. And so you have to just get the gist of what you're going to study get the most important parts of it and then just pose yourself some questions at the end of the the reading or just do the exercises at the end or make a little summary but without reading the book because this is not proficient for your mind in fact you're just writing down whatever you're getting from the book and you're not making an effort on remembering it by yourself. And so if you have to do something, consult the book right after you have tried to answer it yourself. Do not let's say after, or a second after you have proposed the question, you don't know the answer and just take it from the book. Wait some time, stay there and think, write down something. Maybe an idea might make you remember the question, the answer I mean. And so this is better. Then probably the best way to know if you have memorized something, a topic maybe, is to try and explain it to someone else because if you have absorbed the information, you will be able to use simple words and uh, describe it to the other one in a way, in such a way that it that is able to understand you. This is part of a technique which is called the Feynman technique if you want to get deep into it. That it that consists of explaining the thing to maybe a child or someone that is not about the subject, and uh, and this is the only way. I mean, this is not the only way. This can make you understand if you have actually understood the topic or something. Then uh, let's get to Anki. I could make an entire episode about Anki. I will probably make it. But uh, let's make a quick introduction of what Anki is and where is it helpful. So Anki is a software that uses the spaced repetition technique. And that's a way in which our mind can get better at learning something, because basically the first time that we learn something, we have it in our mind 100% at 100%. The day after it will be slightly less, let's say 90% to to make to use some numbers. Then if you study that again, you will eventually come back to 100% of the knowledge that you need. But this 100% will last longer than the previous one. So after three days, you will have it at 90%. And then if after three days you study it again, you will come back to 100%. You will have more time until you forget it again. So basically every time that you study something, you allow your mind to settle the information and uh, if it was already there, the duration of it will be longer. And Anki uses a lot of algorithms that are hidden, obviously, but uh, it allows you to choose how well you knew the thing. And uh, depending on your answer, it will ask you that again on like in three days, in 10 days, in one month depending on how much you have done it before. And uh, I will get more into Anki because it's it's actually the best thing in the world. I use it every single day because the, the difficulty of Anki is that you have to do it every single day because otherwise the cards are going to sum up and you don't have time to do them all. I do them for every subject, every day. After the lectures, I use a software which is called Skitch in which I can take screenshots of the screen and uh, put them into the answer, the, the, the questions and answers, etc. I will explain. Or you can just read my guide and you can understand it there too. Anki is the way. Okay. Then let's move on to the last part of my podcast, which consists of simple tips, things that you do not have to do. And before the test. So the simple tips that I want to give you is use the Pomodoro technique. The Pomodoro technique consists of little intervals of focused study with some breaks of five minutes. Let's say you have to study one hour. Twenty-five minutes is intense studying. Then five minutes break in which you get up, you do something, you do some push-ups, you you go to your family and kiss your mom, and you know you come and then you come back after five minutes. Other 25 minutes of intense study, five minutes. This has to be repeated for three times, and then you will do a break of 15 minutes and study it again, if you have to study for more than three hours. And uh, this is the most most beautiful thing about studying, because you just have to get to be concentrated for 25 minutes, and then you can do something for five minutes and then come back. And uh, I assure you that your concentration would be top level every time you study, and this allows you to be always at your best. I use it every single time. And in order to use it, you need to, you know, there are a couple of softwares that you can download. I actually use Focus on my computer, which is a Windows PC. And uh, Focus allows you to choose the intervals of the breaks and the duration of the breaks and the study time. And uh, there is also a notification that tells you when to, when to stop or when to begin. And uh, also you need to keep the timer under your under control because this is the only way you can, you know, your mind has like this deadline in which you, you have to stop studying. And maybe if you are deep into something, maybe an analysis exercise, you, you will be more likely to, to choose the correct path because you have less time to experiment the wrong ones. So the Pomodoro technique is really effective. Then the second advice is to remember that health comes first. So you will be more likely to study better and absorb the information in a much easier way. If you are relaxed and calm and full of energy because you've eaten well, you've slept well. And uh, another important factor is, uh, your, is practicing a sport because it allows you, it has a lot of benefits on your nervous system and body and ability to recover. Just practice something, go to the gym and smash a workout. Then the last tip is to use the 15 minutes rule, which is if you cannot do something, you are stuck in an exercise try doing it for 5 mi- for fi- 15 minutes and after the 15 minutes just go away or and do something else maybe ask it to a friend to a, to, to a professor and you most of the times when it happens to me when i'm stu- when i'm doing something and i cannot go on and i stop it, the idea of the solution will come up later in my mind while i'm doing something completely different than studying such as when I'm at the gym and the idea comes to my mind while I'm showering myself. And then (laughs) it's a really great feeling when you can find the answer in a completely different context. And that's great. Then the things that you do not have to do. The first one is, like I said at the beginning, is to not study in big groups because you will only get distracted and will never do whatever you're supposed to. And then do not highlight, please. I, I do not do it. And I, fi- I find myself completely comfortable with it. I used to do it in at high school, but I've stopped since I started reading about, um, about our study and this stuff that I'm telling you. In conclusion, there is the before the test section. Before the test, you should prepare yourself to it. And if you are worried or anxious about it, you should write it, write down all your fears and things that you're worried about because in this way you will get, up, get them off your mind. And also write down some important formulas or information that you do not want to forget during the test or oral test. Then do a cheat card. You will think that I'm crazy, but you do not have to bring it during the test. It's just for a feeling of safety that it will come into your mind because if you have it, let's say in your pocket, you will not need to, to read it because trust me, every time I've done it in at high school, I th- I've never used my cheat card because I already knew the thing I was worried about. And so do it because it's useful, but never use it to read the test because it's just a dangerous thing to do. Then probably the most important thing to do before a test is to test yourself with simulations. So you have to set a timer and stay in focus for a specific amount of time, let's say two hours, if the test lasts two hours. And this will simulate the feelings, the the test, the duration of the actual test. If there are some old tests, please do them all and do them more than once because if, I mean, if you're not, if you have, haven't done them 100% correctly, because this allows your mind to get used to the, the process that, I mean, I don't know, it depends on what you're doing, but you will eventually do better at the actual test. In the end, they want to tell you that just don't be worried about the test. Tests are not there to, to take you down, but they are just there to see if you have understood what you studied. And so you should not, I mean, if you have studied, Do not be anxious or worried about it because it will go well. Trust me. The fears are just, are just there to prevent you from doing well. And so if you are relaxed and calm and you've studied well, you will do what you know, you will write down what you know, you will do whatever is in your abilities and you will get a good mark eventually. (laughs) I hope so. Well, I hope you find the episode enjoyable and uh, if you like, listening to the podcast please leave a review on itunes or share it with your friends or family because i need to to grow up in some way and that this would really help me out see you in the next episode guys have a good day